Hello, listeners. In today's episode, we talk about some of the moments that have been a turning point in our lives. These moments, whether they were good or they were bad, have definitely shaped us into the women we are today. But also, it's really just surprised us with an amazing journey to a life we really never thought could be possible. If you're going through something tough at this time or just need a sign to reconfirm you are in the right path, then this episode is for you. Let's go. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> so I'm so excited for this episode. It's going to be fun. Hi, me too. I'm always excited about the episodes. I'm actually excited that my week is going great and uh, my clients, everybody's giving them the entire week off. So I've been able to plan my vacation, deal with personal stuff, which is unheard of. So I'm having a great <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I am very excited about today's episode because I it's so it could be very deep and meaningful and it's something that happens to every single person in the world and I think that it's helped me appreciate when I go through through struggles so much more from those experiences, specifically, you know, when it's like very big life-changing events. Yes, for sure. I'm, we're talking about defining moments in our lives, right? So I, I always believed that the most defining moments in our lives are the moments that we never thought it was going to be the defining moments. <laughs> I mean, it always happens like that, you know? Yes. It's not like, oh my God, I know this is going to be the moment that like my life changes, whatever. Like, no, we never, ever, ever. Like, at least for me, like it never happened that way. No, I and remember. you realize it in like the moment. Like, I feel like for me, it was like literally years after or like a few years after that. I was like, wow, that was the time that my life completely changed. And I would oh, yeah. be here if I didn't go through that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that maybe defining moments that people would know it's like, oh, my God, I found out I'm pregnant, you know, things like that. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, that is a defining moment that, you know, is going to change our life forever. But I feel that most more often than not it's just like oh shit i didn't know until you look back like you just said yeah. so what was yours oh my god so for sure it was when i sign up for this internship to do uh to work for the marriott i was in brazil finishing hospitality management my bachelor's in hospitality management and the marriott um the married company went to my university and they were recruiting people from Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro to come to my, to go to Miami to do an internship program for a year and a half. And first of all, my English was terrible. I, I hated English because when I was little, I went to a school that I learned French and I was fluent in French and she was 11 years old. And then I moved to another school that there was no French. It was just English and, and Portuguese. And I completely forgot the French. I couldn't learn English because I was trying to apply the rules of French. It was like a mess. So I hated English so much and I was terrible at it. But 
everybody was going to the presentation. So I went, you know, everybody brought a resume. So I did too. I was like, you know, totally going with the flow. And then they, they held interviews at the end of the presentation. And so I did the interview with my super, super broken English. And, um, and then that was like in July. And then in October, I got this email there. Oh, so then they like, you know, if you don't hear from us until like by August, it's because it didn't pass. So in October, I opened this email and it's like, Milena, you have to be here immediately with your passport and all your documents because we need to get your visa going and da da da. And I'm like, it was a travel agency. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and I call them and I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And they're like, oh, you didn't receive the letter. And I'm like, what letter? Yeah. They're like, oh, you passed. You're one of the chosen ones. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, I don't even told my parents. Going <laughs> to the thing. Did you, you want to move to my, like, were you open to the idea of moving to the United States or was it really just literally going with the flow and you could care less? Exactly. That was is the second one for sure. I, I thought I was, <laughs> I thought I was never going to pass because my English was horrible. You mad me when my English was horrible and I literally just fell from the boat. Like I was terrible. I mean, I literally, I went to an English school, like, and and the teacher told me that I was never going to, like, I was never going to speak English. I wish she was listening to me right now, but she said like, you know, you're never going to learn English. Like I used to be like, let's say 13, 15 years old. And I would have classes with seven year old kids. Cause like, I couldn't learn. Like I had a blockage. I couldn't learn English. Like it was terrible, but my parents forced me. So finally I found a teacher that like, she took super slow with me. She would let me take like the test for as many hours as I needed. Like everybody would finish the test in 20 minutes. It took me like three hours to finish a test and I would be sweating. I'll be so nervous. And, you know, like she would let me do my thing and take my time. And thanks to this woman, um, she was amazing. Like a teacher can really change your life. Thanks to her, like I'm here now. Her name was Selma. I don't remember her last name, but her name was Selma. And she was amazing. Thanks to her, I'm here. And so I never thought I was going to pass. And so when when all this shit happened, I was like, oh, my God. I never even like, what? It just goes to show like how not in control of anything we are like, oh my God. Yes. What's meant to be for you and the path you're supposed to like walk in. That's just going to be the way it is. So like the less resistance you give something, the easier it is ultimately for you, because like, you know, you kind of like sabotage yourself. You are putting those limitations to yourself by saying, you know, I'm going to learn English and I'm never going to learn it. It's too hard. Or, you know, it's just not in me. And like yeah. the world has a funny, the universe has a funny way of like saying, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. You know here. Like, bet you wanna <laughs> bet you're gonna learn. So yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then the, the crazy thing is that uh, now actually I just realized this right now. It's like once I got that, I told my parents, and my mom's like, no, she's not going. And my dad's like, well, let's go check. You know, maybe it is because my parents were worried about like sex trafficking. You know, you hear horror stories. So then we went, it was legit, you know, and my dad was like, Milena, people like do crazy shit to go to America. Like they're inviting you to go there. Like you're having a gold ticket, like he, you're going to go. And like, I've never like travel outside of the country ever. Like I barely travel outside of the state, you know, like my parents don't have money. 
So it was like a crazy life-changing experience all together, but like everything fell together. Like, you know, everything fell together. I finished college. Then as soon as I had my diploma, like I moved here. So I got, I graduated in December. I moved to here in February and, um, and then here I am. And it was to be a year and a half. And then I met my ex-husband and then you know, I got married and we stayed together for seven years. And here I am. It's like, it was the craziest for sure. Like going to the meeting that I, like going to the interview thing, like I thought nothing of it and it changed my whole, whole life. That was for sure the first crazy moment for sure. Yeah. No, I feel like, you know, I mean, it's, it's great. Cause it's true. Like every time, I mean, for you, it was like a positive thing, right? You like, you were yeah. in your head. Yes. Like I'm never going to get this. And it happened anyways, but like, it wasn't like a, like a negative thing that happened, which it has happened in your life because obviously I know you. So like, it has happened where you've yeah. like a negative thing and then it comes out, turns out that that led you to where you are today, which is a great place, you know? Oh yeah. For me, it, it, you know, it's more like that. I feel like, you know, living in Miami, being in with my, so close to my family and stuff, like I've always felt so limited, you know, to like learn new things and stuff like that. And I I think part of that is why, like, I got married young and I got divorced young and, you know, I never knew what I really wanted because I had people like telling me what to do all the time. And like, I just remember, you know, it's been like a ripple effect for me, like where one thing led to the other, like getting divorced led me to move to Tampa, which led me to work for a company that was New York based, which led me to meet my ex through that company, which led me to move, you know, move here um, to New York because I always wanted to move to New York. But, you know, the fact that I didn't talk to my best friend for such a long time, Um, And then years later, we reconnected and she was on the same page to move up here with me was also a blessing in disguise without me knowing, you know, so like we move up here and then I move up here with, you know, because I wanted to move to New York with my best friend, but also because I was in this relationship and I really wanted to make it work. You know, like I had been single for a while after my divorce. So I really was like determined to like make this relationship work. And in my head, I knew that this might be the person that I would spend the rest of my life with, or that's what I wanted to, you know, kind of what I wanted, but that's not what I needed. Or deep down, I knew that that wasn't going to happen. But in the chaos, you know, I was like, this is the biggest mistake I've made, like coming up here and by myself. Well, you remember, you know, like I I went through a lot up here. Uh, I mean, we've been through it all. And I just remember that, you know, being in that, like what I consider to this day, the worst part of my life, you know, um, just on an emotional level, economic level, self-esteem level, just everything, like when it rains, it pours kind of thing. Oh yeah. I remember that being the worst part of my life, like, just like, I'm never going to get out of this hole, you know, and like you hit rock bottom and I find myself with like, no, no house, no no any material stuff, you know, with literally a hundred dollars in my pocket and kind of just like for the first time, truly surrendering to the universe and being like, God, it's, it literally is all in your hands. I have nowhere to go from here. And I just remember like saying that, like sitting at a cafe and here in Jersey city, I had seen three apartments. They were super out of my budget. They were all ugly. I had to live with people I didn't like 
And I just remember, you know, that day sitting in this cafe with my best friend and like just crying my eyes out and being like, you know, like it's, I either find something tomorrow and like, honestly, or I'm just going to have to like go. And at this point, I really am surrendering. Like, I really don't have control of the situation anymore. And it was at that moment that I real I, that I realized that, okay, this, this is out of my control. And as I shit you not, I always, every time I tell the story, I always get chills because I remember being in such a low point in my life. And the next day, literally buying a ticket going to go back home. And, and I think you bought me the ticket. ticket. I didn't even have money. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wait, I didn't have money. I think you bought me the ticket. Yes. Yes. And then just remembering, like, I went to work that day, the next day. And like a friend of mine tells me, you know, I, I literally made it a point to not think about my situation anymore and just kind of like surrendered to whatever it was that was going to happen. And like, I remember that coworker of mine saying, you know, don't leave yet. I have this, I found like, I remember my friends being so amazing and like looking for apartments for me to see where I could stay, how I could stay and like how I can make it work and stuff. Um, and he goes, don't leave yet. Just go see this one apartment. If you don't like it, then you can go back home to Miami. So I get on the bus for the first time in my life up here. I've only, I had only been here like a year and a half, maybe at most. I get on the bus, I get to this place. It's a a different place than New York because I was living in in New York at the time and I, I had to come over to New Jersey and whoever's from up here knows that it's a struggle, you know, like it's a completely different state. Everything is different. It's not the same. And it's scary. You know, you don't know these things. And coming from Florida, I had, I, I got in a bus maybe once or twice in my life. Like, so I get over and I have this beautiful view of, you know, the city and I'm like, oh, this apartment is going to be so horrible doing the the Milena thing, right? Playing out the worst thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good at that one. You know, like whispering in my head, this is going to be a terrible apartment. There's no way that this apartment is only, I think it was like $900 I had to pay a month, which, you know, it's very cheap here. Uh, There's no way it's going to be nice, uh, especially in this area. Like, look at these apartments, like this view, that's crazy. I go in, the apartment is beautiful. This it's a small apartment, but it's cozy. It's beautiful, nicely decorated. And, you know, I was I was interviewing with a girl. So like it was like she was going to be my roommate and she has this like bun up her hair and she just looks like a complete bitch. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way like the apartment is nice. The area is nice. I get into the city in literally 20 minutes. This girl's going to be an asshole like there, she's disgusting. Like there's no way that she's going to be like a normal person. We get to talking. Not only is she Colombian, she also like dances salsa. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I shit you not, Milena, at that moment, I remember getting back on the bus and praying and crying so hard. Like, I hope this girl like gets me because this would be amazing. And I remember literally the next day and I, I let it go. You know, I didn't like she told me she would get back to me on like a Monday or whatever. And then I just remember that literally the next day <laughs> I get a job offer to what is, was my previous job, which was one of the best jobs I, I had. I mean, obviously I'm not there anymore because like time passes, you evolve and stuff, but it was literally the best time of my life. 
And I feel like if I wouldn't have gone through all the steps of the misery of hitting rock bottom, of not having a house, of not, of being miserable at my job, of like literally letting go of these things, I wouldn't have the, the life I have now. And like this, this girl that I'm talking about, like she has become my best friend, one of my best friends in the world. Like we still hang out. My other best friend that lived here recently left last week. And I'm like, she was, she literally came here with a purpose. She came here to kind of take care of me in a way to go through this like horrific time of my life, which became ultimately the best, the best thing that ever happened to me, you know? So I feel that it's in those moments where you're like in that dark, that like pit where you're like, oh, this, this cannot get any worse. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And most of the time it's a lot better than you could even like start to picture it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it's a ripple effect. I don't think I can say that it's the one moment, you know, that was life-changing. I think that everything was life-changing, right? Like I, I haven't had like a, a straight line life, you know, like I was married because I had problems at home that were not so cute. And before that, it had other problems that led me to like different things. So I feel like it, it, for me has been definitely a, a ripple effect, um, but that is the most, the moment that I remember the most, because I feel like that was literally where I can say I, I hit rock bottom or like, you know, to be completely honest and open, I didn't want to live anymore. You know, I was like so devastated in every aspect of my life. Um, and it wasn't until like I said, okay, this is it. It's either you die or you, or you do what you're going to universe. You do what you're going to do with me because I, I have no energy anymore. I can't do this anymore. Like yeah. I, I'm, I surrender. And it was like one blessing after the other in the same week. I remember going to a bar with no money and telling my friend at the time, um, I'm like, let's go have one drink. We didn't have money. Like, obviously I was helping her. She was like letting me live in her like tiny studio um, while I was finding something or if I was going to come back home. And I told her, let's go, let's go out for one drink just to celebrate that I got this job. And hopefully this girl will call me next week. Girl, we went to the bar. We ended up having dinner, drinks, all free. Some guy like loved us and gave us all this stuff for free. And we had dinner, we had drinks. We were able to. Celebrate. Oh my god, you're always looking like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's so amazing. That's awesome. Oh, that's so nice. But I, I have a like a bad, kind of bad defining moment. I mean, it's not bad looking back, but at the moment it was really bad, kind of like yours, which um, it was when I got my divorce and I was living with a friend of mine and I was there for like three months maybe. And it was like pure chaos and we were arguing. It was like awful. And then I, so basically like, I just, it, okay. So like most people, they like have, you know, crazy personal changes, crazy work changes, you know, and mine was like everything all together. So I got divorced. I didn't have a job. I like life was crazy for me. And then I was, it was like around Easter. And I remember like, I was so sad because I needed to, I need to find a job so I could move out of my, fr my friend's house. And, um, and so I went to this interview at Mac and I, I was like, again, I never thought I was going to get it because I've never done a course to do makeup. I was just really good doing my own makeup. And sometimes I'll do for my friends like you, you know, and, um, and then I went there. And I got the job. So I started working at Mac, which was like a dream job for me. 
uh, being a makeup artist. And from that job, I started working. And then I found the other job, which is the one to be meetings and conventions manager. And then once I got that job, like I could rent a place and get out of my, my friend's house. And like that moment was like, full independence i was single i was living by myself i had like a good good time that was yeah oh my god it was like uh, you i was happy and i did not know for sure so like i was single i was living by myself i had the dream job and then i got you know like a good job so i had a dream job and a good job and i was like living life i was like so happy so confident i was so it was everything. But like I remember going to going to the St. Jude's church in Miami. It's like right on the corner of like Brickle Bay Drive. Yeah. You know, Brico, yeah, you know, by Southside and Brico. Yeah. And because um, in Brazil there was this church that I used to go to, which is St. Jude's too. So I like that one for that reason. Um, so I went there and it was Easter. And like I remember at the church, I was just crying so much, kind of like you. I'm like, oh my God, I surrender. Everything is so bad. Like I feel that I hit rock bottom. Like, please lift me up because I can't by myself. And like from that moment on, it was like awesome things after awesome things after awesome things. But I feel it's like when we surrender, you know, like especially you and I, we are like such control freaks that I feel that it's like, it's lessons. I feel that things happen in our lives to teach us something. Like we do not have any control over anything, you know, we, and then like, once we let go of control, it's like when we are learning in our case, you know, I feel that everybody's different because they need to learn different things, but that was awesome. So that's like a bad moment that turned great. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's, it's, almost like it's on purpose, you know, like we had Mm -hmm. like certain rock bottoms and it's not just us. I think it's, it's most people, you know, they do have to hit rock bottom and kind of like bring themselves up. That's why I love the concept of the Lotus, you know, so much because I identify myself with that because it hasn't been that one time. I would say that that was the worst part of my life so far, but I think it repairs me also. It changed my mindset. I remember, you know, uh, like you said, like, you know, you were so happy in that time and you didn't even realize it. You know, I feel like I was also so happy in that time in my life and I didn't appreciate it as much as maybe perhaps the way that I appreciated the last, you know, five years in my living here in New York, you know, not because it was less fun or less uh, meaningful. It's just because I needed to learn that lesson of like, these are the good times. Like, these are always going to be the t- the good times. The good times are right now. Even when you're going through something bad, if it's not a good time, it's a lesson that you're trying, you're going to learn and stuff like that. So it's actually definitely made me a more conscious person, a person that I can actually like stop and smell the fucking flower. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, we, we go through life not appreciating those precious moments, you know? And then when they're gone, we're sitting there constantly reminiscing on the past Um, where now I don't find myself reminiscing on the past, you know, I do remember these times so dearly and it's, it's so amazing, but I don't remember them as like, oh, I wish I was back at that time. You know what I mean? And that says a lot because I actually feel that I actually enjoyed every second. And I reminded myself every second of that good 
time of my life, you know, and it kind of helps me close the chapter in a much easier way. And it helps me live the next chapter, look at the next chapter with like a lot more excitement instead of like being afraid of the unknown. Does that make sense? Or was I just babbling? <laughs> oh, it does make a lot of sense. Like, I agree. I was just thinking as you were talking, for sure, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like I definitely, that was definitely a turning point for me. And just like the way that I see things and the way that I handle problems now, like, you know, we talk about this all the time because we're constantly like evolving and I'm so grateful that my friends are in the same level with me, you know, but um, we always talk about that, like how now we're able to tackle problems so much easier or smoother, you know, they're, they don't become less hard. It's just now you know how to navigate it a little bit different and kind of tackle it differently where before we would drown in, in these issues. Um, now it's like, okay, I'm going through this, like, like weird time. Like, what am I supposed to learn here? Why am I going through this? There's definitely a lesson that needs to be learned. So you can ultimately not live in like chaos within you, you know, because I've been there. It's terrible. This is why people fall into depression and people fall into like hating themselves and all this stuff is because they're not, they're not seeing their struggle as an opportunity, but instead as something that's happening to them or against them, you know, and that's not, that's not the, the, that's not it at all. There's always an opportunity in everything we're going through. And the more you resist it, the worse the experience becomes. For sure. I feel that you know, and that happens with situation, people, jobs. Oh, like yeah. we have to we have to learn something from everything that happens in life. You know, like everything happens comes our way, so we can learn something. Once you learn everything that there is to learn, like we need to move on. Like, you know, that's why sometimes friendships fall apart and jobs fall apart and situations happen, is because everything that there was to to happen from this situation, it's gone. It's time to turn on the page and start a new chapter. And, you know, you cannot read the next chapter if you keep on reading, rereading the same one. And that's why, like, sometimes, you know, life happens and it's like a little push that you need to 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 change directions in your life. Sometimes it's like a push a little bit stronger. And then, you know, and then instead of a push, it's like a kick. And I feel like we only kind of pay attention sometimes when you're stubborn and control freaks, when we just get like that that ultimate kick that like puts you on the ground and it's like okay do something different and that's when we take the message in but like you're saying we can take always that as a learning opportunity or or not it's like then we'll read the the pursuit of happiness with will smith the i think that's the name that you know he he loses his job and he's a homeless with his son Oh, I love that movie. It's called yeah. uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Yes, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Yeah. So again, like, oh my God, what a situation, you know, like he could have done so many different crazy things with that situation. And that situation just made him stronger and more attached to his son. And, you know, and again, it's making an opportunity out of out of problems. So. Yeah. And also, like, I think that it also opened my mind to really understand that, you know, yeah, I I went through like a very difficult part of my life, uh, which at that point was the worst case, you know, that I've been through. But I also think that that helped me realize that that's just helping me to become stronger, because this is not going to be the last hurdle that I'm going to go through, you know, there's always going to be something throughout my life till I take my last breath, that's never going to go away. So like, if you think that you hit rock bottom, and it might not happen again, you're so wrong, you're just 
just make sure that you learn from that experience so that whatever comes your way next, you're able to tackle it a little bit better. You know what I mean? Whether it's sometimes, and it's, I do believe that at least for me, like I can sometimes drown myself in a glass of water, you know, like when, oh, yeah. you know, like you're, sure. you're seeing something that's a lot, it's a lot smaller than what you're see, you're making it. it. Usually everything is fixable. Other than death, like everything has a solution, you know, and if it doesn't at the time, it just means that it's just there for a time. Everything's temporary. You're never in these like situations forever, whether they're happy or sad, like everything has an end, you know, so that helped me kind of like that definitely changed me and molded me. So, so into that, you know, into understanding that it's never nothing lasts forever. So when, when it's good, be present, enjoy that good, enjoy it, hug your friends, tell them you love them every day, your family, things like that. And I'm not talking about, oh, because they might die tomorrow. No, because they might not be a part of your life tomorrow. Not because you like fought or anything, just because like you said, you have to evolve sometimes. And sometimes people can't evolve with you, or they can stop you from evolving because they're on their own path and their own journey journey. That's not aligned with yours, you know? So it's just being more present in those good times. And, and when you do go through the bad times, just understanding that everything has a time limit and you will get out of it eventually. It might not be tomorrow, but it will. Yeah, but <laughs> and, and we spoke about this before here, that through those, those learning curves, it just makes it easier on the next time that you fall. You just like, oh, this happened to me before. Like I, I'm gonna survive. So you're not even it, it not even matters. I mean, you know, it's like a bump on the road. It's not like a crazy situation. It's not a mountain that you have to climb now. It's just a bump on the road because it happened before. So you know you can do it. So you know, those situations that puts you on your knees, like begging for help and you know, surrendering to the universe, God, you know, whatever it is that you believe. Those situations are the, are the ones that like a few years later, when you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, I can do anything now. It's so empowering. It's such an opportunity to take to be stronger if you choose to. It's really all our choice. That's Absolutely. it. Yeah. Like bring your and like when you think that you are going through a hurdle, don't think like you've never experienced something bad. Use your previous experiences. It doesn't matter how like small the impact was, you know, compared to what you're going through right now. Um, use that because you definitely learned from that. You know what I mean? So that's something that also I keep very close to me. Like I might not experience the same thing in the future, but I understand now that, you know, struggles do happen and how to navigate them a little bit easier so that I'm not like drowning myself in literally a glass of water because nobody's going to die. And I feel that it's important to mention that, you know, we always are comparing ourselves with social media and stuff like that. And, you know, in social media, nobody ever puts a picture of them with like pink eye or in the bathroom, have a crazy diarrhea or, you know, like awful situations. Everybody's always perfect and beautiful. So, you know, don't compare yourself with and nobody because everybody's walking a different walk. And, you know, all your struggles are, like everybody have a struggle. That's like, we are humans and everybody goes through really hard times. It's part of being 
a human being. So because people don't advertise their struggle doesn't mean that they are not going through it. So I feel that it is important to talk about our struggles just so other people are not feeling alone on their own struggles. And if you are in a situation that you feel that you are the only one, reach out to somebody, anybody, and you will see that you are not the only one. It's just that people feel embarrassed or ashamed to share those parts of their stories. And that's why Sometimes some people feel that they are the only ones that shit happens to them, but it really isn't. Like it happens to everybody. Like I thought that I was the only person that didn't have a place to live, like for a few months, twice in my life. And, you know, basically I was homeless. And then, you know, I had to like stay with friends. And, and then the more people that I talk to, like, I'm not the only one. That happens more often than not. Like, a lot of people have, you know, their family to stay with and stuff like that, which, I mean, it's not your own house. So in one way or another, it's kind of the same situation. But, you know, my family is in completely different countries, so I didn't have that. But, you know, by, by sharing our struggles, we just feel more connected because we're like, oh, my God, I'm not the only one. And so you don't feel alone. You don't feel outcasted. So share those struggle stories with people because that's going to, you know, make them not feel so alone. It's important. You're, you're so right, which actually leads me to, um, I was trying to look for quotes earlier today to like see what like resonated. And I came across, which is not a quote, it's actually, it's a, it's like a, like a whole section of like a page of a book called Six Minutes Wrestling with Life by um, John Passaro. Um, I have personally have not read the book, but now I'm intrigued to read the book because what are the chances that I'm looking for quotes? And this is the first thing that pops up and it really like resonated. So it's a little lengthy, but I think it's worth reading. So I'll, I'll read it here. And then I'll also leave it on the show notes as well um, for everybody to hear, but it actually ties perfectly with what you were just saying, which is even scarier, (laughs) (laughs) but here we go. So quote, there is a club in this world that you do not know that you do not join knowingly. One day you are just a member. It is the life-changing events club. The fee to join the club is hurt beyond belief, payable in full upfront for a lifetime membership. The benefit of the club is a newfound perspective on life, a deep understanding that you may not be happy about your current situation, but you can be happy in your current situation. The only rule to the club is that you cannot tell anyone that you are a member. The club does not provide a directory of its members, but when you look into a member's eye, you can tell that they too are part of the club. Members are allowed to exchange that brief eye contact that says, I didn't know. Being a member of this club is the last thing that anyone initially wants in their life. Being a member of this club is the best thing that ever happens to a person in their life. And there is not a person in the club that would ever give up their membership. If you really look and know what you're looking for, you can spot the club's members. They are the ones that provide a random act of kindness and do something for someone who can never repay them for what they have done. They are the people spreading joy and optimism and lifting people's spirits, even when their own heart has been broken. I have paid my dues. My lifetime membership arrived today, not by mail, but by a deep inner feeling that I cannot describe. It is the best club that I never wanted to be a part of, but I am glad that I'm a member, end quote. 
Oh my God, it gave me goosebumps. That it's not so crazy. Cool. Like I'm teary-eyed. <laughs> yes, that is it's so true. Beautiful. We then all we are together in this in the shit show. So <laughs> I, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but yes, yes. Yeah, right. So I'll definitely leave it on the show notes. I am personally gonna add the book to my to my um list. <laughs> of my list of books to read because yeah. um, I thought it was like it was so random that you know I was looking for quotes and like nothing really came up usually like I see quotes come up and like very easily but this was like very prominent and then I clicked on on something else and that same thing came up and I'm like okay it's a sign like I need I need this um, and then you finished it off with that and I'm like okay well this is even creepier <laughs> Yes, here we go. Those we amazing performances. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, this, yes. this. I mean, I love all of our episodes, but of course, I I love this because it it kind of reminds me to again be grateful, you know, for like the the life that I'm living now. That um, I'm grateful for every little thing, and I it reminds me not to complain so much and get so caught up in the in the little tiny things of life that don't don't matter in the bigger scheme of things, you know. Fact. Okay, guys, please leave your notes about the, let us know about your life-changing moments. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, you can leave, um, you can leave your comments, send us a message, um, either via social media at um, mama.relaxwith2axis at the end, or um, you can also send us a message via our website, which is um, mamarelax.com, also with two X's at the end for relax. So um, this was great. And I hope everyone gets something out of it. Um, until then, we will see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.